If you are new to blogging and making passive income with display ads, there's a few things that I would tell anybody, especially if they're just getting started or especially if they're struggling with trying to make some passive income with their blogs. So in this episode, I'm going to show you 11 things that you can do right now to increase the revenue from display ads with your website. And be sure to stay tuned all the way to the end because the last few on this list will literally take you about five minutes to turn on your website and increase the revenue. Let's talk about it. What is up? My name is Chris and welcome to episode 86 of the Blogger Evolution. Here we talk about building passive income streams that work for you so you don't have to. And if you are new to building a blog online or you're struggling to get it to over $100,000 or more, or maybe you just want it to make money at all, you know, then uh, if you really want to build up your passive income blog to the point to where it does make money without you having to work on it, you know, working less and earning more, then you definitely should go check out oneblogaway.co. That's oneblogaway.co. I will sure to leave a link down in the description as well as the first pinned comment if you're watching on YouTube. There we have a thriving community of people that are getting real help to grow their blog businesses to over a hundred thousand dollars and there's even a free workshop that you can check out over at oneblogaway.co after you have watched that video you will know the biggest thing that struggling bloggers usually have to deal with how to overcome it how i was able to overcome it but then most importantly how you can as well so be sure to go check that out over at oneblogaway.co again a link will be in the description and the first pinned comment all right so just to make sure that we are on the same page here Display ads are the advertisements that you see anytime you go to a website. They kind of pop up at the bottom. They show up on the sidebar. They might even pop up right there in your face. And a lot of times they can seem annoying, right? Especially when they're overbearing and too many of them. But there is a proper way that you can do it to really maximize the revenue and passive revenue on your site. So now that we all kind of know exactly what display ads are, let's dump, let's jump into the 11 things that you can do to increase your revenue with display ads right now. So number 11 on our list is to get out of your own head and place ads in high income areas, okay? So when you first get onto a website, there are a few pages that naturally your eye goes to. These are places that are going to make more money with display ads than any other place on your website. These places will be the sticky header, the sticky sidebar, the sticky footer, uh, video ads, as well as what are called interstitial ads. Those are probably the most annoying ones because those are the ones that you click and it, uh, it, it, it pops up and you gotta like look at it and get out of it just to go to the next page on the website. You are probably thinking, man, I don't wanna put that on there because I don't want to kill the experience that my users have when they come onto my website. But that's why I titled this one, Get Out of Your Own Head, okay? Let's not do things by feel. Let's get out of that. Let's get out of that mindset. Let's do things by actual raw data. And to do that, I want you to put ads in these areas that you think might be a mistake, that might kill the user experience, and just leave it there for about a month. After you've left it for about a month, turn them off and let that lead for about a month. I want you to compare the stats. The longer you run these tests, the better. But usually you may find that the user experience probably didn't take as much of a dip as you thought it would. And the big reason for this is because people are used to display ads now. They've gotten to the point to where they're almost blinded to them. They don't even see them anymore. 
it's a way of life for surfing the internet nowadays. So I want you to actually do the test with your audience and see if it makes a big difference or not. You are only going to find this out from testing it with your audience. You can't go by me. You can't go by another YouTuber or another uh, blogger that you might know just because they are suggesting it. But nine times out of 10, you're leaving money on the table by not having ads in particular spots. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to have ads on every single page on your website either. You can turn off ads on particular pages, maybe more affiliate heavy pages so that you can focus people's attention on the on the links that you want them to click on. So just do the test and give it a try. Get out of your own head and look at the raw data. Number 10 on our list is to focus on your audience and visitors more than anything else. Now, the biggest contributing factor to making sure that you make a lot of money with display ads is how long people stay on your website. And these display ads, when they pop up, they usually refresh every 10 to 15 seconds. So if you can keep someone on your site for longer than 10 to 15 seconds, maybe even a few minutes, five, six, seven minutes, you're going to have a better shot at making more money because they're stuck there on your website. So what are some good ethical ways that we can use to make sure people stay on our websites longer? Well, number one, tell a good story. And this one's easier said than done because telling a story does take a little bit of skill and practice. But once you know how to tell an effective story, you can keep people reading the majority of your article. So just to make it clear, to tell a good story, all you really need is a few components. Number one, tell people what you wanted. Tell people the problems you went through to get to what you wanted. Talk about what you overcame to get what you want. And now finally, talk about where you are now after you have overcome that problem. You don't have to follow that to the T, but that's the general idea of what you want to do when it comes to telling a story on your blog. And it doesn't have to be ridiculous. I'm not saying that, you know, on a recipe blog, you need to tell the big story about how your grandmother was able to make it from scratch or something. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about making sure that the story is in line with the overall topic of the blog post you are trying to make right there. Stay in line. If you veer too much off, then you're going to end up giving people a lot of information that they don't really need. All right. So that's one way that you can do it is by telling a story. Another way that you can increase the amount of time people stay on your site is by including images and YouTube videos. Adding these images and YouTube videos to your blog post is going to help because the more that they have on the site, the more opportunity that display ad networks can it can splice in an ad right there so that people will continue looking at it. And on top of that as well, people are staying on your website longer. If there's a five or 10 minute video on your uh, YouTube, on your uh, blog post, I should say, someone plays the video, they're going to be there for five or 10 minutes. That way the ads that's on the side or on top of it or below it are just going to keep refreshing every 10 or 15 seconds. And you're going to get paid based on those impressions. Write content that your audience loves to read and put other content that they love to read in front of them as well. And uh, be sure to embed the YouTube videos onto your website as well. Don't just include a link that goes to YouTube because that would then defeat the purpose. So those are a few more things that you can do. That's number 10 on our list. So number nine on our list, shorten your paragraphs. There is nothing more intimidating, especially when you're on your mobile device, going, landing on a website and seeing a huge block of text that takes up the whole 
uh, page of your phone. That's not what that's not the experience that we want to give to people. So to do that, all you need to do is shorten your paragraphs. So. I understand that, you know, in school we were taught that a paragraph needs to be three to five, you know, well-written sentences, but we're not writing term papers. We're writing for the internet. So to do that, I would not have a paragraph or a line on a website that's any longer than two, maybe three lines max, especially when I'm on desktop. That way, once it gets onto mobile, you'll see just how long that piece of text actually is. So sometimes I'll do a single line, you know, and it, what ends up happening is that that type of writing ends up kind of taking over the rest of your life because <laughs> everywhere I write, I'm always just typing one line and enter, one line and enter because I'm just so used to writing like that on the internet. It's the same difference because it's easier to read for people not having to see that big block of text. It's nice and broken up. It's not intimidating and people will, conti will continue to read it. So a best way that you can check this out is as you are creating your content and you have Publish your post, one of your checks and balances, absolutely positively. Pull it up on your mobile device and see if it's easy to read there as well. And if it is, click publish and move on to the next article. All right, so the next one on our list is to research your analytics for high RPM topics. So with display ads, there's a measurement that's called RPM or revenue per milli. That's really a complicated way of saying, this is how much money you make for every thousand people that land on your website. Obviously, the higher, the better when it comes to this metric. So in order for you to uh, maximize the amount of money with your website, go into your analytics, whatever display ad network you happen to be using, even if it's AdSense, I don't recommend, but even if it's AdSense or Ezoic or Mediavine or AdThrive, I want you to dig into your analytics and look over the past 60 to 90 days. That's usually a pretty good indication right there of how much money your content is making over a long period of time. Once you have that list right there in front of you, uh, just go to the very top and organize everything by the RPM or the amount of money that it makes per thousand visitors. If you are on Ezoic, you're going to use the metric EPMV, which is a bit of a deviation or yeah, deviation or so, uh, a variation, whatever the word is, a variation of the RPM. But the whole idea is you want to get that number as high as possible anyways. Once you put it there, go look at the top five or 10 articles that are ranking the highest for the most amount of money. Those are the articles that you are going to want to not copy, but look at the topics. What were you writing about in those articles? What was it about those articles that is making people want to uh, stick around longer, which is making you more money? Usually the topic of an article goes a long way with how much money advertisers are willing to spend to get in front of that audience. You'll notice that articles like review posts or other articles that might talk about money or insurance or anything like that is going to do a lot better than one that talks about absolutely nothing that's very innocuous, like how tall is Michael Jordan or something, right? I mean, what kind of intent is there when it comes to people wanting to buy? There isn't any intent, but when there is buyer intent, usually in a blog post, you're going to end up making more money with it from the RPMs. So see what types of content is making the most money and create more of that type of content and you'll see your revenue go up as well. The next one on our list is to build an email list. Now, you're wondering, how can I build an email list and that actually increases the amount of money I make on the site for display ads? 
Well, the big hack here is to redirect people that you send the emails to back to the highest revenue pages on your site. So in our previous example, all you needed to do is dig into your analytics and see which blog posts are making the most amount of money. Now, when you are building an email list, direct people back to your highest paid pages. That way you get more impressions on those pages, which is inevitably gonna make you more money. And if you have people on a sequence of emails, every time someone joins, you're constantly sending traffic back to those high revenue pages. That's another little ninja hack that you can use to increase the amount of money that you make from display ads on your website. The next one is going to be change your host or your ad network. Now, remember that your site, it needs to be fast, it needs to be quick. Anytime you put display ads on a website, it will slow down the site. No matter the ad network that you happen to be working with, it just happens. Now, a lot of them are very good and making sure that the speed on your websites aren't affected as bad so that you can at least pass core web vitals and other types of speed measurements that are out there. But sometimes a contributing factor to your site going slowly is the host that it happens to be on. Now, I know a lot of people love Bluehost. They jump on Bluehost and they think that it's it's amazing, but I'm telling you, it's not, all right? Bluehost is not my favorite when it comes to display ad, I'm sorry, to hosting networks for your website. So, if you're on, um, if you are on Bluehost, I recommend getting off of Bluehost as soon as possible. The one that I recommend the most is WPX Hosting. I simply love them. Most of my websites, if not a vast majority of them, are on WPX Hosting, and they do amazing. The best part about WPX is the fact that they are uh, their customer service less than 30 seconds and you're talking to a living, breathing human being and it goes a long way. So I'll be sure to leave a link down in the description that you can check out with WPX Hosting. It is an affiliate link. So if you do click it and go on to make a purchase, the channel will make a little bit of a kickback, but um, it's at no additional cost to you. So definitely check it out. Uh, be sure to put a link down in the description, but change your hosts, make your website faster, make it to where you don't have to worry about it as much but then you can also change ad networks. So if you're on AdSense, you are almost 100% of the time going to do better if you move your site to an Ezoic, a Mediavine, or an AdThrive. Do not feel married to either of these networks. If your business and your website can do better on another ad network, why not just move it, all right? You are the asset and they are to cater to you, not the other way around. Keep that in mind when it comes to your business that you can move your website wherever you want it because you are the one that's doing the hard work and getting the traffic that they are using to get display ads onto your site. Um, with that in mind, be careful of uh, multi-year contracts because if your site blows up in a year, then you're still stuck there and you're gonna end up paying all types of weird you know, cancellation fees if you end up moving the site prior to the end of the contract. So that's the next one right there. Another one is to write longer articles. So the best way to determine the length of an article is to Google the phrase and see what other articles are out there and how long those articles are. Whatever average number you see from those articles on the front page, I would probably create uh, an article that's at least 10 to 20% longer than the articles that are out there. 
One way to make this super duper easy is to use phrase.io. That's another one of the tools that I use that I use pretty much every single day when it comes to blogging. But go to phrase.io. Um, I'll put a link in the description for them as well to make it a little easier on you. But they will look and determine the suggested length of the article for the keyword that you're trying to rank for. It'll tell you how long it needs to be, as well as some other things that you can do that will really help your articles rank faster rather than, you know, taking months and months and months to go ahead and rank. But use that rule of thumb, take the average that's out there, add about 10 to 20 percent. Uh, make sure that it's not fluff. It needs to be good, written, helpful content for your readers. But once you've done that, throw it out there and then let it sit and see how it performs in the SERPs or the search engine results page. All right. So, so the next one on our list is to change themes. So you might be using a random theme. When you first got started with your blog, you might have just chosen a random theme as you were setting things up because you didn't really know what you didn't know, right? The industry standard when it comes to niche websites and blogs that we all create nowadays are going to be uh, themes such as Generate Press, Cadence is a favorite of mine, Astra is a favorite of mine as well, and uh, they all have free versions that are pretty much good enough, you know, to continue working with until your website is generating enough money that you can then go and invest in it. Um, another one that's out there is the trellis theme that is kind of specific to Mediavine, but you can, you know, you can, it can work with any ad network, but it's a good theme as well because it's fast and because it does work so well with Mediavine. If you are on Mediavine, it works out just a lot better because it's they, it's the theme that they designed, right? So check out any one of those. Uh, if you're on one of these weird, you know, uh, ones that have no name, like 21 or 22 or 23, you know, all of those weird WordPress themes that are out there, get rid of those get one of the faster core web vital approved uh, even though i don't think they approve them but regardless you know it's a lot easier to get site speed where it needs to be core web vitals pass and everything if you're using a theme such as generate press cadence astra or trellis um stay away from uh amp type stuff it's something that google tried to push a long time ago and some people still use it but it doesn't help your ads you know so that's just a little aside don't worry with the AMP. AMP stuff. So number three on our list is going to be to increase the line height or the font on your website. And those are two separate things. The line height is how much one line is higher than the next line or in between paragraphs, how much space is there. When you increase the font, that's just increasing the letters that you see on the page. So this is a big deal when it comes to display ads, because if you're taking up more real estate on that on your web page, then people have to scroll down longer. They have to scroll down further to get to all of your content if they wanted to read the entire article. So because they have to scroll down further, they will inevitably see more display ads. And it's going to help with increasing the passive income revenue, revenue with that as well. So to increase your line height, uh, go into your WordPress dashboard, click on appearance and then customize. Now it is different for a lot of uh, themes that are out there, but look for terms like general or layout or maybe just straight up font, you know, that way you can uh, increase the fonts to a much bigger size. 
when it comes to the line height, don't get crazy with it. Just make it a little bit longer than maybe you're comfortable with and you'll realize that it looks pretty good. When it comes to the fonts, I think usually the default font on a lot of these themes out here is usually like 16 or so. I'd probably increase it to 17, 18, 19, maybe even 20. You know, don't get, again, use your best judgment with this and always pull up your website on your mobile device as well. And make sure that it's easy to read because when people land on your website and they're reading your articles, if it's not easy to read, they're going to find somewhere else that is. And then they're going to end up bouncing from your site, which again is a negative sign to Google and hurts your display ads revenue. Number two on our list is to check your ad settings. So whatever network you happen to be working with, dig into the settings of that ad network and make sure that the display ads are being shown to its maximum efficiency. So this is going to be different with every ad network that you're going to be working with. But if you're working with Ezoic, for an example, uh, usually when their sites are first onboarded, they start you off at like 80% of the full hundred that you could if you wanted to really kind of knock out your website with display ads and make the most amount of money with them. So go in, dig into your settings um, and figure out how to max it out to 100. Uh, usually with places like Mediavine or AdThrive, there are settings in the background that you can do to change to try to get as much money as you want from your website. Or you can simply just send them an email and they'll take care of it for you, which usually is the route that I take because <laughs> it makes it so much easier and I don't have to worry about, you know, digging into settings and trying to find stuff. But that will be helpful. So check your ad settings and make sure that you are making the most amount of money possible with your website. And then the last one on our list is to take stuff out of the sidebar. Now, this was a big one because usually when a site is first getting started, they put all of this random mess, I call it, in the sidebar that is not necessary. So you don't need recent articles you know, on the sidebar. You don't need popular tags on the sidebar. You don't need all that extra stuff. Usually, um, most of the stuff that's on the sidebar on mobile gets thrown down to the bottom of the article anyway, and no one ever sees it. So the majority of your uh, uh, people who are coming to your website are coming there from mobile devices. They're not even seeing the sidebar. So there's no point in having a ton of stuff there unnecessarily for when it does show up when people land on your site who are on desktop. So the only thing that I would probably put over there would be like a search bar, maybe a picture of you, your, you know, yourself um, to really help with uh, the trust that people would have on that site. And then maybe a really quick and short five or six line, you know, blurb about who you are and why the site exists. I've seen sites before that don't have any of that at all. They just have an empty sidebar just so that it can be loaded with ads. So that would be the best thing to do is, you know, kind of get out of your own, own head with that and think this is going to help click through. It's going to help this. It's going to help that. You'll be surprised. You don't even need social sharing buttons over there, really, for a niche site. You don't really need it. Um, so get it out of there and make it nice and clean in that sidebar so that it's so much easier for display ads to show. And then you can make more money with your website. Uh, to change this, in your WordPress dashboard, go to Appearance and then Widgets that are under Appearance, and then that'll show you everything that's in your sidebar. And from there, you can get rid of stuff, you can add stuff, do whatever you need to get your website up and running and making as much money as possible with your display ads on your site. 
So I know what we went over, it's a lot of stuff. It's a long laundry list of things that you can do to your site right now to increase the passive income revenue with display ads. But there's a lot more when it comes to blogging to really increase the revenue there. And I do recommend that you go check out our new community that we have called OneBlogAway.co. I'll be sure to put a link down in the description as well as the pinned comment. There I have a free course that you can take as well as a free video that will show you exactly the same problems that I had when I first got started, what was holding me back, and you might be surprised, it's probably something very similar to what could be holding you back to really growing your blog to where you really want it to be, hopefully making over you know $100,000 or at least exiting that site, uh, selling that site so you can get it to the point to where it's over, uh, making over $100,000 in revenue. So be sure to go check that out, oneblogaway.co. There is a free course there that you check out if you decide to jump in with us at the community. So, I mean, it really is is it's a no-brainer in my opinion so be sure to go check it out oneblogaway.co